1: Goes win. Down flies one into left. Monroe is not gonna get it, and the Cardinals lead it 5-4 here in the eighth inning of Game Four. What a privilege to have the chance to visit with David Eckstein. in that last highlight, that was the 2006 World Series, the MVP of the 06 Cardinals in the World Series, a world champion, and one of the great people that uh, came through our community and still helping out St. Louis and many people around the country, and that's former Cardinal shortstop David Eckstein. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Brandon Kiley. David, last time I saw you, we were down in fantasy camp. A uh, few things have happened since then. Uh, but, by the way, it's great to hear your voice. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Danny.
1: You got it, buddy. Um, where do we find you these days? Where are you right now? I'm
2: in Orlando, Florida right now. So, yeah, um out by disney world <laughs> yeah i figured as
1: much we'll get into that in just a moment um we, you know ashley's got to stay close to home i get it disney world and you do Definitely. too and you're you know from that area last time we talked to you're working for the pirates are you just get us yes. up to speed with baseball you're connected with usa baseball you were with the pirates but what are you doing with the game of baseball right now
2: yeah right now yeah i actually um walked away from the pirates um You know, with everything, my contract prior was basically 15 days, but with the pandemic, you um, 15 days a a month, with the pandemic we had to go in the bubble. And that was something, you know, that I did not want to be away from Ashley, and that's what they had to go back into again this year. And, you know, I've I've done that for like 10 years when I played, and it was one of those things that um, with, with everything that's going on in her world, it was like time for me to take a little bit of a step back as well from that to be able to be with her but yes i've been i've been approached by a couple things within baseball hopefully um in the new future um we'll be able to say something about it like through the commissioner's office Um, um and then also um we have a little fun game that we are working on so yeah so i'm still doing some stuff with baseball but um also mainly working with ash on some of her projects too
0: David, one of the big topics that's come up, especially over the last few months, really since the end of last season, is kind of the state of baseball right now. And yeah. you mentioned the commissioner's yeah. office. You've got Theo that's working now. Rolly Banez is working yeah. now with the commissioner's office. Where are you at with, with the game that is being played right now compared to what it was when you were playing?
2: Yeah, it's one of those things. I think there's 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 there is a time um, that we have to kind of um, change a little bit. I think the biggest thing is that we're losing the especially the younger fan base right now because we're going over five minutes without action happening. We'll have a we'll have pitches, but we do not have a ball in play, runners in motions. So I think that's something that um, MLB is really trying to address to be able to kind of grasp that that younger fan. And um, you're seeing some of the rule changes. You're seeing some of the stuff implemented within the minor league. So I know they're going to be doing a lot of study on um, each league having a certain new rule and be able to focus just on how that actually affects the game. And I think it's very good. I think, I think you know, everyone might have thought fans are showing up to see the home run. Um, but, you know, the problem is when you add a computer into the base, the computer spits out, you need to hit a home run because that's a 100% success rate and you need to strike out a guy because that's 100% success rate of an out. So basically now we're seeing a lot of trying to hit home runs and then trying to strike people out, which leads to no action. And so I think I think MLB is on it. And I think in the coming future, you know, with some of these new rules that they're looking at, I think um, I think we got some exciting times coming,
0: David. You won multiple World Series, one in each league, and you were a, a World Series MVP here in St. Louis. H- have you ever wondered what how teams would value a player like you <laughs> nowadays? Like in 2021, how would teams view yeah. David Eckstein?
2: Um, you you need that special club that actually sees the value in that. And, you know, I mean, one of my favorite players out there today is David Fletcher. I actually know him pretty well, um, and he's with the Angels, and Joe Madden's there, and they really love him. Tony LaRusso was there last year overseeing as a special assistant. He would call me on him as well. So I still think there is a value to that type of player, um, but you have to produce, and you need guys around you that can do the other stuff. And And so – I would I would hope I would find a way to be able to um, still find myself into a lineup, but it is very difficult. It is very difficult because you know when only people care about is you know your OPS and 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 everything else that has nothing to do with some of the stuff that the intangible stuff within the game. I think we kind of lose the actual heartbeat of the game, and that's that's the guys that go out there and know how to put the ball in play, know how to play the right way. They they play hard. And so, I, I still think I would have found my way on a club. I would have to believe.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, David Eckstein, the MVP of the 2006 World Series champion Cardinals, is our guest. I think, David, you know, there's a place for analytics. Obviously, the problem is right. is that we got the Please. game is being run by analytics. So, my my question would be, you know, mm-hmm. you you've been in a front office and talking to those guys yeah. that are making the decisions on, hey, should we bring this guy in, or do we do this in free agency, that kind of thing. The problem with analytics, it doesn't measure heart, it doesn't measure mm-hmm. guts. So in those conversations, can you ever have a voice and say, "Look, I know this guy. He he doesn't jump off the page with the numbers, but I'm telling you, if we get him, he's a heck of a player. If we bring him in, did, did, did does that get attention when you bring that up?
2: Um, it, it does. It depends. You I mean that's that's kind of more like, I mean, I had. I had a nice phone call um, prior to um, the White Sox back in the day draft and Nick Madrigal, and um, he's the second baseman for the Chicago White Sox. You I mean he's small? He doesn't he, off the paper, you know, he doesn't jump out at you, but he's a winner. And so I had one of the scouts call me up. What can I tell Kenny Williams? And I'm like, tell me he's the best competitor I've been around in the, in the amateur game since I've left. And so, so, and they ended up drafting him. And so it, it's it's there is there is room for that type of thing, but my biggest, this is what I always would say, you know, when you have a club that's below average on paper, major league talent, and all you do is driven by the computer. If every, every team is putting in the same algorithms and how they're going to do it, then once again, it comes back to talent. And so are we really changing anything? So why don't, let's be a little bit different. Use a little bit of the gut feeling. Use what your eyes see with the and, and train. So I'm not saying that stats and, 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 the computer is wrong. No, it's very valuable. And I've, I've, I've had these conversations with Tony LaRusha Tony La all the time. It's, it's a combination of both. And let's not forget that. You know, I think, I think one of the things we saw it in, in the world series, you know, you take out, you know, with, um, in the sixth inning, you know, because it was going to be a third time through the lineup and you're like, Whoa, yeah, the game might have a problem. Absolutely. You might have a problem. If, if, and, then, and then you go, then what is the value of a manager? You know what <laughs> I mean? Do you really even need a manager? And now, now you are seeing managers being best friends as opposed to being a leader.
1: It's very and well so put.
2: That's, that, 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 that's, that's, you know, where you get. And you, know, and, you know, what we grew up with is the manager is the heartbeat of the club. He has the pulse of every player, so he knows when to play a guy, knows when to pinch in a guy, knows when to take a guy out. And so and then you factor that in with the analytics and I think you have the best combination.
1: What are the rules that are being instituted in the minor leagues that you say, you know what, this will work in the minor leagues and it will work in major league baseball and this is back to entertainment for fans. Which ones do you like?
2: <laughs> am I allowed to say this? I I, I am in favor of the automatic zone. So. Being in Pittsburgh the past two years and seeing some of the, you just want it to be fair. And so, and you just don't want any preconceived notion that you're supposed to lose. And so um, I am in favor of seeing something like that. I know that's very radical, but you like to see that, that both sides are getting the same. Um, and I, I, I enjoy the sense of they're, they're testing out like a lefty has to step off. I would hope that a righty would have to completely step off. Because with you know a right-handed pitcher, they bend the front knee and they create the balk move. That's why guys can't steal. And so and so if they legitimately have to step back and step off, now you're adding run game now. And so I, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm a big proponent of that if we're actually going to incorporate stolen bases because the catchers have gotten so good. You know, you're like you're not going to run on a yachty. He's one eight one nine to second base. So and if the pitcher's below a, as long as he's below a one four like. Your chances are not that good, but now when if he can't have the balk move in place on the right-handed side, um, then you can then you can actually get a little bit bigger lead. Now those times are a little bit faster to second base, and you actually, you know, the percentage that the computer reads out of times you can be safe will go up. <laughs> so those are some of the things that that I look. I I'm in favor of of getting the ball and getting on the mountain pitch. Um, the shot clock, you know, whatever you're going to say, like get on the mound, pitch as a, as a defensive player, you really enjoy when a guy takes the ball, throws a pitch, and he's right back on the mound because it keeps you into the flow of the game. So I, 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 I like that idea.
0: We're talking to David Eckstein, former Cardinal shortstop and 2006 World Series MVPs, joining us here on 101 ESPN. David, you brought up Yadier Molina's name there. He was with yeah. you in 2006. He's still with the Cardinals in 2021. I wanted to ask you about both he and Adam Wainwright. Are you surprised yeah. at all that those guys are still doing it
2: today? I am not surprised, and I was thrilled when they signed them back. They they only need to wear Cardinal jerseys. I'm yes. going to say that, and I said that last year when I did an interview when they, when they had not signed back yet and like they have to be in. So, um, you know, great job to Mo um, of getting them back in. And as you've seen, you know, Adam, you know, did a very phenomenal once again in spring training and, and you expect that throughout the regular season and Yachty's Yachty. Like, like, I don't know how you would want someone else. If he, if he has the ability to catch, I don't know why you would not want him on your club. And so, yeah, I am. I am not surprised at all. Like their work ethic and their drive to be the best in the game and successful and keeping their bodies in shape um, is 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 you know top notch. So I am. Not surprised that they're still doing it, but I'm just so thrilled that they're all they're both doing it in a Cardinal uniform.
1: Now we're fired up here in St. Louis about Nolan Arenado for obvious reasons. Yes. But but you saw this guy, I'm telling you, I only saw him, David, doing the games, I don't know, maybe we played him six times, right? The Pirates. Yeah, yes. This key Brian Hayes, man, that's my guy. He is a stud. Yes. How good is this kid?
2: He is so good. I had him at I had him in with USA back in the day on the ATU. I was part of I was part of the, the help selection committee of his club that went on to win the world championship. Yeah. I saw him back then. And he was as smooth as ever as ever um, at, at third base and he is the real deal. And now with no one really knew, you know, we were able to get our hands on him offensively. He can actually hit too. Oh yeah. Everyone thought it was just a glove base, you know, and through the minors the, the average wasn't there, but we were able to, you know, make a minor adjustment with him and, and legitimately you're seeing now a superstar and the competition between him and Nolan in the, in the central and basically within major league baseball of having bear, probably the two best defensive players in the league is going to be fun to watch.
0: David, last question that I've got for you. We are, it is the 15 year anniversary of the 2006 world Mm -hmm. series, which seems impossible. It feels like it was yesterday. I, I remember when I look back on that, I think it was Bob Nightingale who picked the Tigers to win that series in three. Like it was such, it was such yeah. an outsized matchup to some nationally that they were that big of an, of an underdog here in St. Louis. What do you remember? What comes to mind immediately as you think back to the Oh six world series. And did you guys feel that, did you feel that you were the underdogs going into that series?
2: Yeah. I, I remember we, um, Tony met with us prior and he's like, don't let, them write the history you know what i mean this is on us and and going into it and and yeah, totally um the underdogs you know because they had just swept and we were we had you know the epic battle with new york um to get into the to get into the series and it was one of those things that no we we're gonna we were gonna sit there and, and go but we understood that the game you know is the game so when you play, there's nothing, there's nothing that you know a, a sports writer could write or say that that's going to actually truly have an effect on the game. And um, we went out there, and the thing about it was, and, and was when we were healthy in the first two months of the season, we were the best team in the league. We were finally getting healthy and we thought we could, you know, we definitely could play with anybody. But, I mean, what really stands out is, is for me is like like the way our, like our pitchers really stood up and like what Yachty did. You know, Yachty calling those games and then what he did offensively as well. I say this all the time. You know, I know I was named MVP, but they could have very easily given it to Yachty or Molina.
1: There's no doubt. Um, This is my final question. You you were in your your time here, albeit it was brief, but man, what an impact you made on the field, obviously. We just talked about that. But you made a really big impact with organ donation uh, and getting awareness here in St. Louis, which has been uh, something that has really affected your family. Um, Can you tell us what you're doing with that, David, now with organ donation and, and just your history there for those who don't know?
2: Yeah, so it, when I was in St. Louis, I had the opportunity to work with Mid America Transplant Services to to just get the word out about organ donation, and that uh, please go out and just sign your organ donor card because it truly can help a family um, that 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 needs one, and that's my my family has been recipients of that as well. And so back here in um, Orlando, we just um, a couple years ago we helped build the, the new transplant house. Um, so that families can come in and they'll have a pay, a place to stay. Um, why why a loved one is receiving uh, an organ? So yeah, so we're still doing that. And the next thing that we're going on top of the organ donation, my my um, my wife has been doing a lot with um, Nations Childrenwide. They have built the first ever um, mental health hospital for kids. So we've. Dived in. She's actually up in Columbus, Ohio, right now at the hospital, um, doing some stuff for them. So we 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 have dove headfirst into that because of her business, um, which deals with a lot of the, the younger female fans in the sci-fi world. You know, there's a there's a real need um, to understand you know mental health um, within young kids because most basically the majority of all mental health appears by the age of 13 and um, Nationwide has now built the first ever, you know, children's mental hospital within the United States. And so that's something that, that we are diving head first in and, and hopefully get the word out, especially within the pandemic. And you see now um, all the other all case studies of how that's kind of shot up, um, especially within the kids who have been homeschooling. There was a report on television today. And so we're just trying to get the word out of that to help Help young kids take care of that.
1: That's phenomenal. And you do such great work. I know it's a life's passion as well as baseball and uh you are love back here, man. So don't be a stranger. When this all settles down, please get <laughs> I, back to Bush Stadium.
2: I I definitely will. I mean, yeah, I that's one thing. You know, with Joe Pfeiffer there and stuff like that, like we talked to him like, Yeah, if there's ever anything you need, I mean, you know I love coming back.
1: And Jimmy says hello too. You know Jimmy's never oh, gonna yeah. let an opportunity to say hi to you, so yeah. How's he doing? He's doing great. He's on the games and uh, raising his family. And his, it's hard, yes. like he was saying, like BK was saying, like, you know, 2006, man. It's, now his, you know, remember Landon would be running around, you know, and he's coming yeah. up to your knee. Well, now he's in high school next year and playing baseball, and his kids are getting grown. It's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. So oh, my gosh. He wanted me to tell you hello. Yeah,
2: definitely. Send him my best. You and, bet. And, Yeah, I'll be watching you guys.
1: You bet. Hey, (laughs) David, thanks for doing this. Appreciate you, buddy. Definitely. You got it. Take care.
2: Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial.